Today, I'll give you a quick summary of what to look for and how to decide if a property is a suitable opportunity worth pursuing to buy and hold, flip, burr, or even wholesale. Welcome to Season 6 of the Realty Talks with Taiyi Podcast Show, hosted by Taiyi LSR. Taiyi, named the Investor Queen, is a married mompreneur managing a family of seven and running a national real estate enterprise with her husband and investor king, Ansar. On this show, Taiyi shares their dynamic experiences as real estate investors, entrepreneurs, philanthropists, speakers, and coaches to empower women, wives, and working parents to run a family and build a financial fortress fueled by real estate investing. Be inspired by this dynamic duo to leave a legacy and build generational wealth. Go to www.wholesalingai.com to join their online educational community of real estate investors. Now for today's show, here's your host and investor queen, Taiyi. Hello, hello, and welcome back for another episode of The Real Tea Talks. If this is your first time listening to this show, I am your host, Taiyi. That is T-I-Y-E. Now, for all the moms and women listening right now, I have a super proud mom moment I'll share with you just before we get started. So last week, my oldest daughter, who's 11 and is in her first year as a middle schooler, came home and told me about a math project she was assigned to do and was super excited about it. When I asked her what it was, she said it was called the cost of living assignment. Basically, the assignment is to create your future lifestyle today and determine what your cost of living that lifestyle will be in the future. So first, they had to choose their top three career choices and find out what's required to become that specific career and then write the average annual income of each career option they've chosen. And then lastly, to calculate what that would cost each month. So the second step is basically then to find a house that they'd like to live in on Zillow. Now, here's where the proud mom moment comes in. Okay, you guys, she says all excited in her voice. I was so excited, mom, because my teacher asked, like, who knows what Zillow is? And I was the only one to raise my hand. Then her teacher said to use Zillow to find your future house to see how much it would cost to either rent it or to buy it. And if they wanted to buy it, what the monthly mortgage amount would be if they chose that option and write it down as an additional expense, basically, on her paper. So my daughter raises her hand and says, excuse me, ma'am, but why are we using Zillow? Because my mom and dad are real estate investors and teach me and my siblings about real estate all the time. And I know from what they taught me that Zillow is not always accurate. And if we're supposed to be getting an accurate cost of our living, why are we using Zillow as a source? And why would I have to pay for trash as an expense it has on this paper, but I don't see that I would have to pay HOA. It's not even an option listed as an expense. Or what if I have to fix something that breaks and repair it because it got damaged? That's what she said. I was like, oh my goodness. I almost had to pull over and just give her a hug. So my eyes got super big and my smile got much more wide as I anxiously sat in my driver's seat while I'm driving home, waiting for her to tell me like, okay, what did the teacher respond? So she says, the teacher tells her, wow, well, I didn't even know that. It's just because everyone else uses Zillow as an estimate and I don't know why I even have to pay for trash. So maybe you can even ask your mom and dad that because then it would help me to learn something. So the moral of this story, which ties in perfectly to today's topic of this show is twofold. Number one, know your numbers. And number two, estimates are actually okay when you're 
analyzing a property in its initial phases. So let's get into it. On today's show, I'm going to be talking about how to strengthen your financial fortress by becoming an expert deal analyzer of specifically single family residential deals since analyzing multifamily properties or mixed use buildings, commercial properties, or even raw land is all valued differently. So again, since we talked about how to find deals in episode five last month, this month, we're going to take it to the next level when you start receiving your leads. Now what? So today we're just focusing on evaluating single family home deals using what I coined as the PIRAM method. That's P-I-R-A-M, since I love acronyms. It's basically a five-step system for analyzing deals with the intent to make an offer to purchase properties. Now this will allow you to generate more money with less mistakes and time wasted and analysis paralysis, right? Which leads you to nowhere, but an early financial grave. And I don't want that for you. And if you're listening to the show, I anticipate you don't want that for yourself or your financial future or your family's reality either. So having said that, I'd like to remind you that wholesalingai.com has a full curriculum on how to analyze and comp properties with a full library of downloadable tools you can quickly and easily use to help you with each step of this process. Okay, so we have to take a quick break. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Are you enjoying this show so far? I sure hope so. Please like, share, subscribe to the channel and feel free to leave me a message down below. Welcome back. You are still listening, my friends, to the Real Tea Talk with Tai Podcast Show. As a recap on today's show, we're talking about your preparation and plan to achieve and receive in 2022 through real estate investing. So let's get back to it. Now, also as a reminder, this show's main goal is to educate. So today I'll give you a quick summary of what to look for and how to decide if a property is a suitable opportunity worth pursuing to buy and hold, flip, burr, or even wholesale. By the end of this show, you will either be ready to go out and analyze your first or next deal, or if you've been there and done that, then this should be a pleasant refresher and potentially offer you some new tricks in the trade or maybe new systems to put in place to scale your present business. As a last reminder, before we jump right in, please, please take 10 seconds of your time to like and subscribe to the show right now so you can keep learning and breaking down any barriers to your success as a real estate investor. So let's dive in. So whenever you receive a lead on a potential property, you must immediately assess its deal or no deal viability, right? The opportunity there. To accomplish this, though, you will need to spend about five minutes on the first step in the PIRAM method, which is the P for Paul. That stands for preparation. You should be prepared for the call with that seller lead or the seller's agent by doing three key steps here, which are number one, review the public records to find the owner's name. Number two, skip trace that owner's name using a free or paid online skip trace service to find their phone number and mailing address so you have multiple methods of contact for them. And number three, look them up on social media to learn a little bit more about them so you are a little more relatable to them to help you build rapport faster. Next, you need to do some due diligence research so you know your numbers and just an estimate at this stage is actually fine. So remember, numbers are everything to us investors. The math must simply make sense. Aside from that, as a ninja tip that I want to teach you, we do approach every purchase as if we were going to buy it to hold it for cash flow to generate this coveted long-term riches 
you probably crave for your own financial future and your time freedom, right? In addition to that wealth building component. So what are these numbers I'm talking about? Well, there are three of those as well, which are number one, your sale price, number two, the ARV, and number three, the repair cost estimate. So let's talk about sale price first because sale price is the simplest and the other two we will sort of just get into a little bit later. The sale price is very simply the seller's asking price that they are asking the buyer to pay to purchase their property. However, just because they want that price does not guarantee that you will actually get it for that number or that it's even worth that much. We'll need to continuously think about this throughout our due diligence process to make sense of that number or completely flat out dismiss it. Now, the second step is the I. And the I stands for information gathering. When you talk to the seller or the seller's agent, this is your first chance to acquire information on the property. I suggest you use a lead sheet as your guided script to process all new seller leads that you receive so you can systemize this process. Your lead sheet should be both a form and a script to assist you get all of this initial information that you need so that when the phone call comes in or you're making those cold calls, you can immediately access it and utilize it as your guide to gathering all the information you need on a particular property every time. So you can check out the show notes for this episode to actually contact my team or myself to get a copy of the lead sheet to get you started so you don't get stuck not knowing what to do with leads you receive, which is what I consider the analysis paralysis syndrome. And I don't want that for you. Remember, So as part of your due diligence, you also want to then search up the property's tax assessor database. Depending on where you live now, it can get tricky, but you may be able to view property information online the majority of the time. Wherever you are, though, in the country, you can frequently find this type of tax information through the MLS, meaning the multiple listing service. This is another wonderful technique to ensure the initial property information that you were given by the seller or their agent is, in fact, true. Now we get to the after repair value, otherwise known as the ARV, which is the next value to check for, the next number. After gathering all of that preliminary information on the subject property from the seller or their agent, look for comparable properties in the same neighborhood. The MLS is a great place to look. Look for comparable properties now on the market or recently sold within the last six months. That means sold data and active data, sold comps versus active comps. The greatest comps will just be comparison pretty much in size and style of the home in the same neighborhood within a half mile radius or up to one mile radius. Okay, so we have to take a quick break. Stay tuned and we'll be right back. Are you enjoying this show so far? I sure hope so. Please like, share, subscribe to the channel and feel free to leave me a message down below. Welcome back. You are still listening, my friends, to the Real Tea Talk with Tai podcast show. As a recap on today's show, we're talking about your preparation and plan to achieve and receive in 2022 through real estate investing. So let's get back to it. Now, the MLS is only one of many different types of sources for comping properties. But I must admit, it is the most accurate. So look at other sites also like Zillow or Trulia and Redfin for more comparables that aren't in the same MLS system. Even though most properties are actually sold on the MLS, you don't want to lose out on like a comparable property that isn't on the MLS because it wasn't listed. 
So after selecting the best and closest comps for your subject property, you should use or create what we call a comp evaluator. For a copy of this document as well, please contact my team or myself to prevent the all too common analysis paralysis syndrome that we're talking about, because it's likely the biggest thing that is destroying your momentum, your performance and your realized profits as a result. So you have to get rid of that. So just think of this document of the comp evaluator as a checklist to very quickly compare those subject property comps to your other comps that you've found so that you can arrive at a quick and dirty ARV. But even once you've done this, you are not done yet. One more number is required before deciding whether or not to make an offer on this particular property. Which brings me to step three, the R in the five-step PIRAM method, which stands for repairs, estimating the repair cost for fully renovating the property to get the highest and best value. Now, if your desktop analysis of the property suggests this may be a good deal, you should make time to actually go see the property in person. If the numbers seem good to you from a potential profit standpoint at this point, you should schedule that appointment right away, like within 24 hours or less. I would even say within two hours if it's feasible. However, in a hot market like right now where sellers are getting several offers, prices are rising month after month and houses are typically selling for up to $30,000 over the listed asking price, we typically won't go to see that property first. Instead, we will just make what's called a blind offer without seeing it first and make it subject to visual inspection of the property. And just as a side note, you guys, property inspections are usually a given in most states, even if it isn't a term specifically spelled out in your purchase and sale agreement. Many home buyers and even sellers are just unaware of this. If you elect to visit the property first, but even if you don't, you should use a tool you develop called a repair estimator to start assessing the expenses of the renovation that need to be done. It is essentially a list of like all the parts of a property. It encompasses literally the whole house from roof to basement, plumbing to electrical. It's not only helping you examine all important locations of the property, but it also lists average repair costs for each one. Now, you can spend a full eight to 12 hour day doing this yourself or even up to a week waiting for contractors to call you back with prices and estimates, or you can speed up this process by leveraging our documents. You can contact me or my team for a copy that will basically lead you through this entire repair estimator as you survey a real property. Now, after you walk the property and estimate those repairs, you really want to take the time to fill out the repair estimator entirely. So it should include itemized costs for like permits, dumpsters, and even staging. Burr and flipping are all part of the renovation process. This will give you a basically like a total estimated repairs number. That's a big one. That is the estimate of the rehab cost. So to complete your due diligence, you will need to actually then analyze all of this data from your desktop that you've gathered so far, which brings me to step four of the Pyram method, which is the A, and that stands for analyze the deal. You do this part by basically inputting the asking price of the property, computing your ARV, and then your repair costs into a program or a software that allows you to synthesize that data. And it automatically will pop out all of the calculated numbers for you, no matter what your intended exit strategy is. So it includes figuring out how you can also pay for it, ideally without using your own cash. This way, you don't have to manually compute any of these numbers yourself, which causes errors that can compromise your cash flow and profit potential if in fact your numbers are inaccurate. So if you like your numbers at this point, excellent. If you don't, you can use this form to recalculate the offer price to determine if the numbers eventually make this a good deal, but don't force it, or you can just simply walk away and move on to analyzing the next lead in your pipeline. 
Like many investors would agree, the best deals you do are the deals you walk away from. So remember, if you are new to real estate investing, you will likely be wholesaling the property. So there must be enough profit for both you and the rehabber to make it worth your while. Every deal is not a deal. If it doesn't have at least a 10% ROI, meaning return on investment or profit margin, you should just walk away and move on to finding and analyzing the next deal opportunity so you don't waste time. So your deal analyzer is super important. Now, at this point, you're ready for step five of the Pyram method, the M, which stands for make an offer on the property. Making an offer on a property does not guarantee it will be accepted. If it is accepted, great. If it's not, which most of the time it won't be, it's still not the end of the world. Restructure your offer or revisit it again on a longer term follow-up basis every 30 days. And that's essentially how you quickly and effectively analyze a deal with the intent to make an offer by remembering the five-step PIRAM method, which stands for P, preparation, two, information gathering, three, repair cost estimating, four, analyze the deal from your desktop, and five, make the offer. Now, I know that was a quick summary of the steps to take when evaluating a potential single-family residential deal. In real estate investing, accurately analyzing deals leads to making strong and fast offers. And the more offers you make, the more likely you are to have offers accepted and the more money you can make to increase your wealth and portfolio through the exciting world of real estate investing, which I absolutely encourage you all to go out there and do. Because if I can do it, you absolutely can too. Thank you for listening to the Realty Talks with Taiyi podcast show with your host and investor queen, Taiyi. If you still have questions or like what you learned and want to go deeper to learn more and do more, apply for admission to Investor Answer University online at www.wholesalingai.com. It has samples and live video guided training that includes all the tools she discusses to help you jumpstart or scale your real estate investing business this year, month, and for the brave, even today. You will be well on your way to becoming a confident, effective, and very capable real estate investor. Please join us next week for another episode. And until then, remember your IRR strategy. Invest, rest, and repeat. 